resilient. Here we talk about how we can become strong, brave, and resilient through tough times. Come along and join us. Hello, everybody. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Sophia Howell, and let me tell you, am I excited to be doing a podcast? I'm very, very excited. I hope I don't get interrupted in this podcast. I'm actually doing this right in my own home where I live with my family. I'm only 13 years old, so you might hear some noise here and there, and I'm very sorry about that if you hear that, but I'm very, very, very excited to do this podcast, and I just can't wait. I'm just spewing my excitement to you guys because I have been wanting to do something like this for maybe about 24 hours. Yes, you heard it right, 24 hours. Last night I was on my Spotify and I was listening to some podcasts. Now, tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Spotify is just amazing. Now, this is not sponsored at all, but I just love Spotify. I was actually just listening when I was on my way home to the pilot episode of The Office Ladies. I absolutely love podcasts. I'm always listening to them, and it's just been recently that I've been listening to them. I'm usually a, I'm usually a visual person, and I love watching things on YouTube, but I've really just been interested in watching, or not watching, but listening to podcasts, and I felt like this was the perfect time to do a podcast. I'm starting to get better with my anxiety. I'm starting to be able to do more things. I'm being um, stronger in myself. I'm doing a lot more things um, that are good for me, and so I feel like this was the perfect time for that. Now, yesterday, I was scrolling through Spotify, you know? I just explained that I love Spotify. I'm scrolling through it, and I was trying to find something this morning that would uplift me. So last night, I was looking for a podcast in the morning that I could listen to that could uplift me, that could make me feel stronger in the morning, that could just give me a boost. You know, having those mornings are just amazing. You have that tiny little boost of energy. Those are the best mornings. So I was trying to find, like, a Christian one. I am personally Christian. I don't know if you are. I won't try to bring it up very much in the podcast because I know a lot of people aren't Christian and a lot of people have different religions and that is totally fine. You can believe whatever you want to believe, but I personally was just looking for a Christian podcast that was uplifting, that told me some scripture for my anxiety or just one that could mentally help me. Now, I had trouble with that. I could not find any that I really enjoyed and definitely was hard for me because I was just trying to find anything, anything, but everything was just talking about the anxiety, talking about the story, and not actually helping. Well, today I'm going to be telling my story, but in the middle of the story, I'm going to be showing you how I became resilient, how I became stronger, how I'm becoming courageous. Now, I'm not telling you that my anxiety has completely gone away. I'm not telling you that you have to be just like me, But today, I'm going to be going through everything that I've gone through, and maybe you can relate to me. Um, And I hope that's what happens. If you can't relate to me, totally fine. I will have many different episodes, including, hopefully, some depression stories. I actually am going over to a friend's house tomorrow, and she has definitely struggled with some depression. Now, I'll leave that story to her, and I'm going to have that podcast hopefully up tomorrow, and you guys can listen to her story and how she's become strong and an amazing woman throughout it. So, today, I'm going to go through my notes, and I'm going to talk to you about my anxiety. Now, I've looked it up, and I have something that is called emetophobia. Now, it is the sick, the scare, being scared of getting sick, mostly vomiting. 
Yes, I know that's not a very delightful sound. It is not a delightful sound to me. A delightful word, I mean. So I'm going to start from the very beginning. From the very beginning that this anxiety started. Now, this was in third grade. I'm currently in eighth grade right now. So it's been about five years that I've been struggling with this type of anxiety. Now, you might have had anxiety for longer, and that's totally fine. Even if you've had it for a couple of months, a couple of years, maybe only one year, maybe you've had it for many more years than five years. That is totally fine. Everyone has a different story. Everyone is different. No one is the same. No one is perfect. We don't have to compare ourselves. Everyone is different. And maybe you have a different anxiety than I do, but I hope you can still find some hope, some resilience, some some kind of great, inspiring thing from this podcast. And that's what I really want to do in this future. So we're going to start to third from third grade. So um, my family, I don't want to call it perfect. No one's perfect. Um, but we didn't really have many health issues at all. Maybe a couple of hereditary things, but nothing severe. Um, and it never really affected us. I Like, it was never a big thing in my family if you were sick. No one was scared of being sick, and we barely even got sick. Maybe, like, every two years we got sick. Maybe a cold here and there, but it was never severe. Now, in third grade... Um, I got up early. My sister and I, like maybe a couple times a month, we shared a room and we would get up early to surprise my mom. We loved making my mom, my mom proud in the morning and, um, waking up early. Now we were supposed to wake up at 6.50, sometimes 7 a.m. And we would leave at 7.42 to get on our bus. And we woke up one morning at 6 a.m. I am personally a morning person. I am personally a morning person. Kind of sounds weird. Um, but yes, I am a morning person. I love waking up early. So this was something that I love to do. And this was the first time in a little bit that I had woken up um, early in the morning. Um, now, this is in third grade. So I might not have all the details um, from that day. But I'm just telling you from what I remember. So then, I'm ready for the day. I've totally pampered myself. I've, like, brushed my teeth perfectly. I've put on this nice outfit that I chose the night before. Now, we wore uniforms, so I wore this spectacular, I used to call it, little uniform. And it was these knee highs, these gray knee highs, some flats, and this navy jumper that I always wore with my hair and two pigtails. Now, tell me why I remember this. It's because of my anxiety. Every moment of this day, I pretty much still remember in my head. Maybe there are a couple details that I don't remember, but I definitely remember the big parts of this day. Now, this had never been a problem for me. Never a problem of not feeling well. I mean, I've not felt well before, but never a problem of being scared of it. Um, but during that day, I'm a very pale girl. I'm a ginger, and I'm very pale. Usually gingers are more pale. And that day... I had a little bit of extra time at the end of the morning, so my sisters played a video game on the TV, and we had a nice breakfast because everyone was ready in the morning. We were all doing amazing. We got on the bus, and we had a really good start to the morning. Now, sometimes your body, if you wake up a little bit more earlier than normal, this has definitely happened. Maybe it's happened to you, um, but your body kind of is upset. They not, they're not used to waking up that early. Sometimes if you mix up your schedule, your body can go a little 
that's kind of weird. I'm not used to that. Um, and I know that because my school nurse told me that. Um, yes, I am great friends with my school nurse right now in eighth grade. I love her so much. So I'll tell you about that in just a little bit. But I definitely have some ADD here. <laughs> I don't have ADD, but I'm definitely getting off track. I'm a talkative person. Um, so anyways, back to the story. We get to school. Everything's fine. And I think we're maybe like 30 minutes into the day. I don't even remember the exact time. To be honest, it was in 2015. And it's March 30th of 2015. Let me remind you that. People with emetophobia or people with this type of anxiety definitely remember everything. I remember so many dates of when I've not felt well because it definitely scars you. Now, something with emetophobia and some... I'm, I mean, I kind of like self... Like that sign kind of signs bad, kind of sounds bad, but it's definitely related to every type of thing that I've gone through with anxiety. So I do have emetophobia. I've told my counselor, and we do think that I have emetophobia. So, anyways, back to my story. Definitely off track here. I'm not very good at staying on track, you guys. But I got to school. I was with my best friend, and what shall we call her? We'll call her. Um, Tammy, my friend Tammy, and we were two peas in a pod. We were the best of friends. Um, yeah, so I was sitting next to her and she said, Sophie, are you okay? You look a little pale today and definitely made me the first time anxious. Um, I started to feel nausea, nauseous, um, and I told my teacher, and I really liked my teacher. She was an amazing teacher. So she sent me down, and we had a really small charter school, really small charter school. And I went down. The nurse wasn't there yet because it was early. I think it was like 8.30 in the morning, um, and she wasn't there yet. So I went to the office, and the office is in the middle of the school. It's in front of the school, and it's kind of like a tiny little home there, to be honest with you. It's not a very big school. So she takes my temperature, and uh, I didn't have a temperature, but I requested that I called home. So my mom took me home because something like this had never happened before, um, that I called home and said that I was nauseous. I never really called home at all. I mean, it probably happened once in a while, but... I was definitely worked up at that moment that I was sick. Now, one thing of someone calling me pale, remember, I was in third grade, guys, but even something like this, something so small of someone calling you pale, if you had this type of um, anxiety, it could mean so much more than just those three words, you look pale. So I come home, and I take some medicine, um, and I... I'd taken that medicine and I had gotten sick. The vomit sick. This I don't think it was a stomach bug. I didn't have a temperature at all, but I still threw up because I worked myself up so much that day, that afternoon, that morning, that I just got sick. And ever since then has been some of the most traumatic times of my life. Um, yeah, it's just been really tough. And ever since that moment, it has been definitely a roller coaster ride. Now, I'm not saying that I've hated every moment of my life since third grade. That is not the truth at all. I love my life. I have perfect 
not perfect. I keep saying perfect, you guys. I have amazing family surrounding me. I have the best friends. And but there are obviously moments in life where we're down, where we're not feeling well. So after that incident, um, we I went back to school and I had a lot of trouble going back to school. There's my dog barking. I told you guys you might hear a little bit of my family here. Um, and I went back to school. And I always had these breakdowns. I would hang on to the car. You know those little, um, what are they called? There are these little things that you can hold on to at the top of your car. And I would hold on to them. I would hold on to my seatbelt. I would freak out. I didn't want to have that other chance of being sick. I didn't want to be sick. And I didn't want that moment to happen at school. So I had really bad separation anxiety. I always wanted to be with my mom. I did not want to go to school. I was too scared. So I would have my mom drag me out of the car and she would drag me into school and I would embarrass myself in front of everyone but it didn't matter because the only thing that mattered was if if I would get sick it didn't matter if I was embarrassing myself it didn't matter if there were tears streaming down my eyes it didn't matter that my mom was dragging me down the hallway I mean she wasn't really dragging me but she was definitely holding onto my arm trying to get me to my classroom and none of that mattered. The only thing that mattered was what if I get sick? What if my mom's not here to help me? What if that moment happens again? And definitely, this was one of the hardest times in third grade. And I still remember that moment. My mom would drag me into school. My teachers would have to touch me. That sounds weird. They would have to hold me. <laughs> and they would pull me back into my chair. Now, it wasn't anything to hurt me. It was just a grip that would get me into my chair, and I would run after my mom. I would scream, and everyone would look at me, and the only thing that mattered was me feeling okay. So I get into class. I'm always crying. I'm always sitting next to my teacher because I'm scared. I'm scared that I will get sick. Now, I met this lady named Miss, let's, let's see what we can call her. <laughs> we'll call her Miss Griffin. I met Miss Griffin, and she helped me a lot. She was actually my Title I teacher. Now, if you don't know what Title I is, it is helping you out with, um, it's helping you with, um, and like, a subject. Now, I always had her for help in math because I wasn't the best at math back then back then. What am I saying? Then. <laughs> um, so I had a lot of trouble with it. It was definitely something harder for me. Um, but we made one of those red paper chains. Um, we made those a lot when I was little. We actually made a full room, me and my sister, or my sister and I, I should say, we made a full room of paper chains. And I love making them. So we thought it was, they thought it was the perfect idea to write the school days down. So it was probably like April or May. And we ended school on sometime around June, the beginning of June, let's say June 5th. Oops. And so she put down all the dates and we would tear off a red chain every day and I would get through that day and we would see how many school days we had left until it was the last day of school. And that's what we did. So from third grade on, it was definitely a harder year, but I got through it and I got through it even though it was hard. 
Now, I forgot to add this in. I did have a procedure because it was so hard and I would always say my throat's bothering me. It felt like there was this huge lump in my throat and that was a big part. We thought it was a health issue. Sorry, so I'm going to open the door. Anyways, sorry. Um, I told you I'm in my house. And there comes my dog. Everyone is surrounding me, you guys. <laughs> um, but, so I went through a procedure. I went to many doctors figuring out what this lump in my throat could be. So I had a procedure, and they didn't see anything. So they thought it was acid reflux, that that lump in my throat was probably acid reflux. So after that happened, we moved to a new school. Now, we moved to a new home. So I went to a new school. And I was pretty good, but I was never really at school at all. I wasn't school very often. I still had the same issues of being scared to go to school. Now, it wasn't because it was a new school. I was very good socially with talking to people. I've always been like that. Can you tell? I'm very chatty. Um, but I didn't want to go to school. I always just felt sick. I never felt well. So they thought if I had a snack in the office that it would make me feel better. Maybe I just needed a snack to boost me up a little bit. So I would have snacks in the office. And that was pretty much the end of fourth grade. That's all that really happened in fourth grade. Nothing else really happened. Just barely going to school and um, eating snacks in the office. Fifth grade, it almost seemed like it went away. Fifth grade, I moved into the middle school. Um, I know it's a year before you're supposed to move into the middle school, but that's how my school is. And um, yeah, nothing really big happened in fifth grade. I feel like it almost floated away for a little bit. I mean, I definitely had those moments where I didn't feel good, but fifth grade, I felt like it flew by so fast that I don't even remember, to be honest with you, if anything traumatic happened in fifth grade. I don't remember being anxious a lot. I mean, I was probably anxious here and there, but not huge. Sixth grade, it started to come back. Um, I started to feel nauseous again. I felt that lump in my throat coming up again, and I was always in the nurse's office. Um, and I actually, it actually probably started up again. I was at my friend's house, and then I think it was like 2016, or no, 2017. So 2017, um, I, or 2018 actually, it was in January, January 13th to be exact, is when I got sick again. So this is three years later, after the last time I got sick, two or three years later, and we're making slime, and that was very popular, um, and she put a peppermint essential oil, and there was so much, because we are just kids, and we're putting a bunch of these gross essential oils and mixing them together from her parents' um, diffuser, and she's just putting it all over her slime, and that's what I feel like might have made me sick, but it's probably the stomach flu that I got, or the stomach bug, and I got sick that night when I got home, so it had been a long time. It has been a long time since I played with slime. I think I stayed away from slime for three years until this year. I actually started playing with putty um, to use to fidget with when I was anxious, and that was definitely something big. Um, seventh grade, which was just last year, it was probably one of my worst years yet since third grade. I was finding ways to stay in class though. I wasn't doing very well. 
in class. I had some issues with some of my teachers. There was this teacher that wasn't doing very well in the school, and she actually left. So I had a lot of trouble with getting good grades in seventh grade. And I was always taking what we call breaks. So breaks, um, I would walk around our pod area. So if you don't know what a pod area is, we would have, um, we would separate into uh, quote unquote teams. Um, and in those teams, we would have, um, let's make an example, like diamond, sapphire, and ruby. And I was in diamond, we'll say. And uh, we had 100 kids in each pod. So I was definitely moving from a really small school to a really, really big school. Um, and I would walk around the pod area, which was just a little section where um, all 100 kids stayed and where their classes were all around in our middle school. Um, and I would have panic attacks a lot. So I would cry in the hallways and I would walk around the hallways or I'd go to my counselor, Miss P, or I would go to this school nurse. And our school nurse at that time was not very good. So I barely ever went there. I just kind of walked around and my ELA teacher, my English teacher, I guess I should say, helped me a lot through this. And I give her hugs every day because she definitely helped me through that seventh grade year. Now we're in eighth grade and I'm definitely getting better. I'm becoming more resilient. I'm meeting new teachers. I'm definitely staying in class more. I'm definitely going to school more. I think I missed one day of school because I had a migraine. And I have been better. I'm still taking a couple breaks here and then. But I've been better at staying in class. And I've become more resilient and strong. And I feel like I have really just pushed myself. And I've learned you can't be comfortable. I can't just stay home because I need to challenge myself. And that's the only way that I'm going to get out of this. I've been praying. I've been challenging myself and not keeping myself comfortable. I've been making my zone that I've been scared of my comfortable zone, my comfortable zone. And I feel like we really just have to challenge ourselves through these things that we face to become resilient, to keep going even when it's tough. And that is what I've learned. So that's my story. And it's probably going to keep going throughout the years. Um, and I have one of my counselors and she said, you can pretend that anxiety is one of the passengers on your boat and you're the captain. Now, maybe you don't like that passenger, but you can't just kick it off. It can be there, but you can't just kick it off the boat. So that's kind of what I think. Anxiety is always going to be there, but we can take control of anxiety. If we have a bad passenger on the boat that we need to take care of or a bad, a bad feeling in our system, we can control it if it's anxiety. Um, we can take control over it. We need to find that control. So that is my story. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.